Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after-shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I'm so happy. <laughs> right. You were so excited. <laughs> no, keep it playing. Keep it playing. Let's get, so yeah, let's so keep it going. Uh, let's keep that Olivia Newton-John going straight from Xanadu because we're talking episode nine of The Magicians. Welcome to the Magicians After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. As always, my name is Ty Matthews. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram at Ty Matthews PMA. As always, my lovely talented co-host. Hey guys, how's it going? It's Carrie here. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. Hey guys, I'm Samantha Benitz. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Samantha underscore Benitz. Hi, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. It's M S A D R I N S N O W. And we're so happy right now, even though this is a bit of a downer episode, a little <laughs> yeah. bit dark, got a little bit creepy, guys. We're so, so happy because we have a very, very Ooh. special guest. Ooh. Our second guest of the season, very, very special. You know our Shane Chatwin, Miss Rose Liston, everybody. Hello. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We're so excited. Of course. Jane Chatwin, we see at, at the beginning of the season, we didn't quite know what sort of a role the Chatwins would play mm-hmm. in the world of the magicians, mm-hmm. but now it's getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. It's getting darker. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. we, absolutely. We saw, we saw some shit, guys. <laughs> That's what we saw. Mr. Oh, yeah. Sheffield. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Sheffield. Oh, I know. Man. <laughs> How could he? <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, of course, of course. Mm. But since we have you, Rose, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how your involvement with the show came about, maybe your first impressions of the show. Were you in, uh, familiar with the books? Um, well, I got into it just my manager was like, oh, hey, this is really cool thing that's going on. And I went to the audition. I hadn't heard of the books ever. Um, <laughs> but I was so happy to now be introduced to them because they were amazing. I obviously read them all. I actually started reading them before anything else happened because I was like, you know what? Even if I get it or I don't get it, um, it's still a really cool story to know. Um, Mm -hmm. Lev did a great job on them. And then I got my call back, and then two weeks after that, we were going to New Orleans to film 
the pilot. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Yeah. Nice. So <laughs> good I read them then. <laughs> or started reading them by then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is the the character of Jane Chatwin, whether whether in the books or or how uh, she was kind of perceived mm-hmm. per, yeah, perceived at the at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. was that any different than than kind of the character that we see now? In terms of like <sighs> What am I? What am I trying to say, to you guys? Was well, I was like, are you saying compared to the books? I guess, or? I guess, compared to the books, yeah. Mm-hmm. Were, were were there character traits that we're not seeing right now? I guess. Um, she's a very layered character, honestly, and I don't think that anybody ever sees everything mm-hmm. about her. Um, so yes, <laughs> but but um, I also think that that she does show that she's the strong person even though she's this cute little flouncy girl all the time so I do think that she does show everything but also just with her nature she's never gonna show everything (laughs) Mm, you know yeah yeah we saw her kind of visiting Quentin a lot in these visions Mm -hmm, near the beginning of the of the season Mm -hmm. and then a couple episodes went by and now we're seeing kind of everything sort of become intertwined Mm -hmm. exactly yeah the very haunting backstory yeah. of the Chatwins and of uh, yeah. Christopher Plover. Yeah. Of course. Right? Oof. So, what? yeah, what did we think of the turns that this episode <laughs> took? Well, I was all excited. I'm like, oh, it's going to be like a horror one. And I'm like, oh, this got really dark in a totally different kind of way. Yeah, because right. we, were, we were really expecting kind of more of a, a go, ghost story, a spooky yeah. ghost story. Too spooky. Really? Right. Yeah. Well, it was more of like a kind of like a, okay this is like a lot of information I'm taking in mm-hmm. this is very mm-hmm. it's a little dark oh that's really the children and then oh wait the children and then it was like oh god the children yeah <laughs> they went through it it explains a lot about the beast and what's going on now but also mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Fillory so I really like that they showed it and weren't afraid to kind of go there with this episode because it explains why there's a lot of anger and you know, the need for new magicians to kind of help a past problem that won't go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It does seem kind of, yeah, there's a sort of generational sort of thing where this kind of incoming class is going to be the ones to, to, I guess, right the wrongs. Right. Isn't that always the case? You know? <laughs> you know, the new class always has to come in and be like, hey, we need an audition class. And hey, like, we we'll need new teachers. Else, and hey, right? I'm not talking about my, my real life. <laughs> <laughs> So, but it sounds like, dang it, why is it always up to the new class? Right? The old class is crap. Unless you're talking about Saved by the Bell, the new class. Just <laughs> 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 like the same crap. Exactly. They didn't save anything. <laughs> exactly. So Mr. Belding was the only constant. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it it needed to take that, you know, that kind of dramatic turn because mm-hmm. I think we see so much evolution in Quentin Right. Having seen one of his heroes fall in such a manner. Yeah, I loved his part where he's like, oh, and all these people out here idolize this guy right. as a literary god. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no. That's so true, and it's so interesting because they say that sometimes, that you shouldn't meet your idols because they won't live up to the expectation yeah. that right. you kind of perceive. Mm-hmm. So this is a perfect example of that is you're not always going to get the full picture. And I love that you mentioned that about Jane as well because I feel like we're going to see more development with her mm-hmm. character as well as with her brothers and kind of what even happens next since 
Those little kids can't be left behind, especially with Alice. She obviously feels so she bad. She feels for him, yeah, because yeah. they are. They re, they're reliving that cycle over and over. Mm-hmm. Oh, horrible. Um, and it's interesting because we see, you know, so much of Jane Chan when we've seen these kind of whimsical, sort of, you know, fanciful scenes, whereas this was mm-hmm. obviously very grounded, Real, very yeah. dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about, about shooting these scenes. Well, it honestly, it felt so different than being, like, in episode four when I was, like, in the magical cage. Ooh. <laughs> the magical cage of light, oh, and light then cage. like when I was in the magical um, ca- castle and everything, and then now I was like just in a house, mm-hmm. and wow. it, it it felt cool because I was like, oh, she's a real person now. <laughs> she's not just like a dream because everybody just thought she was a dream, That's mm-hmm. exactly like right, the whole yeah. time. And I was like, no, 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 you see, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I liked I liked her being because I really liked that she's like super magical, but then I liked. Um, being a real person yeah. mm-hmm. this time it was exciting yeah definitely yeah. and yeah we see her kind of you know she's going out and I love that that scene of Penny trying to yes, remember that was so first funny. of all I just love the fact that Penny took the time to read the book yes, like, I know that and then just very, he plays it funny. cool all the time yeah. we're like you're reading yeah. those pages staying up late yeah. at night Penny come on spilled my beer on it and then threw it away <laughs> sure but I guess she was looking for a dog or maybe a pig maybe fair how was that how was that yes. scene to film <gasps> that was so cool I, like i was telling you earlier <laughs> except for all of the raccoons around <laughs> us oh. and they wouldn't go away <laughs> that was like i was quite scared really um like the lady the um what are they called the forest like ranger lady was, uh-huh. like coming over squirting them with water they wouldn't go away <laughs> there was like five or six of them and then the um animals that we were shooting with were so cute and amazing and i had to like hold some ham on the oh. Oh, my. <laughs> okay I held ham for the dog, and then the pig came over, and I was like, oh, 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 no. Oh, no. so bad. Um, no, but that, that was great. They were super cute. Yeah. <laughs> they have a little costume designer for their little frills. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. And you know how difficult they were? To get <laughs> the costumes were Two like, people holding it. Like, Come here, little guy. It looks so cute. It looks so cute, but... They had to move it so many times. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Was it kind of hard to shoot that scene? Like, you had to do it a few times to get the animal to kind of focus while you were talking to oh, as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I held the meat. Like, they <laughs> wouldn't look at me. They kept they kept looking at their um, trainer owner, like, mm-hmm. to the other side. Uh-huh. And they were just really excited to be there. But, like, also, like, why am I standing on this little rock? And then the, the pig kept falling off the rock. Oh. And it, it was so cute. And it was oinking. And, oh. It's kind of like really working cute. with babies too no right. babies is. always want to look off and look to their to their parents yep. and yep. they yep. have to like mm-hmm. get them to focus back because they yeah they don't yeah they don't care about these other people they're like they don't really do treats with babies going? though <laughs> they'll be like a squeaky toy oh. <laughs> <laughs> i was all about that candy as a baby <laughs> just gonna be surprised and it's and yeah so much for such a short kind of brief moments yeah. of that mm-hmm. versus the dog and the pig and the bear. Yeah. I mean, really probably a combined maybe minute or so. Yeah. <laughs> I know it took so long to do it. And I was like, these poor little animals, they show up for two seconds. Put <laughs> <laughs> in a full day's work over there. Right. Well, wow. since, we're, since we're getting into, into Plover and kind uh-huh. of this deep, dark secret, it's interesting that it seems like he's not really concerned with Jane. Mm-hmm. He's kind of, you know... Drugs her. Doesn't play for that side. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No. exactly. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And kind of puts her out. And it's such a, it's such an interesting dynamic, you know? Like, mm-hmm. she's she's trying so hard to, to look out for Martin and mm-hmm. find that button and, and things like that. And, but she doesn't know. Right, yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. 
Just so she like she's like, yeah, let's show. No, 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 no. 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 Right. It's yeah. sad. It's so wise with Martin to to immediately realize his that. potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. That's not just you know. Obviously, this has been going on for a while, but also like the power that they could give Plover. Plumber. 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 I kept thinking they were saying plumber. Uh, plumber. <laughs> if uh, if he were to get the button, yeah. obviously he gets something. Sure. I just but. like how it just kept peeling back layers because at first we're just like, oh, it's him, and like, you know, you don't really suspect anything. I just like and then it sister was evil. That's yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, just a sister, and yeah. then you go. Okay, this is gonna be weird. Can we talk about oh, my list true. of how it worked for me? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I went. I, I, I was like, oh, Charles Shaughnessy as Christopher Plover. Yeah. Missing. Studying magic. Bad. Pedophile. Okay, maybe the beast. Ah, oh, not Mr. Sheffield! <laughs> 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 it's full like, stream of consciousness. Like, like, right. Because, uh, why? Yeah. I know. It was interesting to me that you had this brother and sister dynamic. Like, the darker version. Yeah. The sister who was mm-hmm. willing to cover up all of her brother's mm-hmm. evil tracks. And then mm-hmm. the other side, Jane, who was trying to help Martin you know, get yeah. through this whole situation. Mm-hmm. And clearly she sees the potential of his magical abilities. And did she see her potential at that time yet? Does she realize kind of that she is a magical being at that point in time? She just liked being in Fillory, I think, uh-huh. really. Right. It's, just, it's Narnia, isn't it? Like, right. it's amazing. Like yeah. Group, yeah. And did mm-hmm. it always start out dark, or did it become dark because of certain actions? Fillory. Well, my take on it was definitely became dark. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah everything was rainbows and unicorns and ember and umber playing with them and then mm-hmm. Martin couldn't get in and then things took a turn for yeah, the worst. Yeah, and then everybody couldn't get in and everybody did get in and the yeah. whole wow. thing went to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so much to talk about. We'll get right back to the episode, but Real quick, I got to talk a little bit about Kevin Undergaro's brand new project. Obviously, if you're watching right now, you may or may not know, AfterBuzz TV started by the newly engaged Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro. Woo-hoo! They've got a new project they want you to know about. Are you curious about a celebrity boyfriend's midlife crisis? Do you enjoy hearing stories about behind the scenes of Hollywood? Are you amused by old TV and movie references? Mm-hmm. That's a hat sure. trick right there. I love all that. <laughs> then you'll love The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro. Join AfterBuzz creator and Maria Menounos' fiance, Kevin Undergaro, along with AfterBuzzer co-host Roxy Stryer, Ashley Daniels, many, many others for all the insanity. You can watch it live on Monday and Thursday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific time if you go to thetomorrowshow.com. That's thetomorrowshow.com. Or you can subscribe and download free on iTunes. So go on and go to thetomorrowshow.com for more information. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to that. Fun. It's good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. They have cute pictures. They Definitely. Like uh-huh. Already a good stuff. And he, they're such characters. They're such. I love. We've seen Kevin speak here before, and he's so animated. Mm-hmm. So Very this will inspiring. Be, yes. This will be entertaining for sure. Uh, so let's yeah, let's get back to episode nine, the writing room, which mm-hmm. as as we saw, lots happened in the writing room. Yes. Um, you know, taking it on a little bit of a lighter note, we see that before he sees his heroes fall from grace, we see Quentin kind of he he's squeeing. He's basically. having a nerdgasm. That's exactly and, right. Yeah, for Arjun, he's squeeing. Arjun, he's squeeing. He's like Arjun's like that's not a word. I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> Whatever. Rose Arjun. Agrees. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we see him kind of. Yeah. He's he's yeah he's, he's having this nerdgasm where he's taking like, selfies with. I was like, where's his phone? Why does he have an actual camera? <laughs> what year is this? That's a good point. But remember he, like, didn't know what, um, dubstep? Oh. Oh. Either or anything, right? 
He's just old. Listen to Taylor Swift. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) He's also been in and out of like facilities, so maybe he's not quite as up to date on technology. I don't know. Does he have a phone? Do any of them have phone? Do any of them have phones? They might have taken them away. They might have. I have never seen a phone there. You know? Nonetheless. It's a bubble without cell phones. Right. That's a weird camera to have. When you have magic, you're like, forget it. Don't need it. Well, no, no, no. With that low lighting, that's what a real camera's for. That's what I do. It's like, if it's bad low lighting, I'll bring my real camera. I have an iPhone 6S. <laughs> no problem. Face front flash. Hashtag Okay. There you go. I'm broke, but I got it. You know? Priorities, Priorities guys. That's what we're talking about. Um, but we do get that that interaction between the tour guide yes. and Quentin where he's like, so all right, this so- one. <laughs> Did anyone else think that he was in some way a part of... The, uh, for a split second. Not at first. He looked like a victim, but he was deep into it to me. I well, think he had a lot of knowledge. Yeah, he yeah. just looked very knowledgeable. Second, there was something maybe more. He might be like connected Part more. Of it. And then, sure. And then his lips were stone shut, and I was like, well, after and after after Elliot kind of. Um, explodes that security camera and they're kind of doing their snooping mm-hmm. and everything. At at first, I didn't I didn't really get that, but the more he kind of let on, you knew he knows something. Obviously, yeah. we don't love... don't be here after dark. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly, exactly. No, we need to leave. Yeah, and uh, and I love that that line from Elliot. I'm a super villain. Yes. See, that's another t-shirt just... right there. Yes, all of those. Everything he says. Right, it's, he's got right. the one-liners. He's got the best yes, lines. that's the best. Okay. Well, actually, we we're just talking about how creepy the house was. What did you feel? The house was creepy when you filmed there. No, I loved it. <laughs> Honestly, um, it was like a fancier version of the house that I lived in in England. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, but behind it was like um, this huge complex of apartments, so it kind of ruined it when you yeah. looked outside. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, maybe not home. Um, no, it was really lovely, and I'm actually quite upset that you didn't get to see more of like the details because mm. everything was so detailed and intricate because they have tours. Of right. the overlay mansion, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Wow. They have tours and everything. It's a whole thing. It's, it was so pretty. Yeah. And and where did you get? Where were you guys shooting that? Overlay mansion. And where is that? Where I think. Shining, right? Is, oh, is that, is that what it was? Is that it where they filmed the Shining? No, that's where Don't ask was me. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what, what was it. What state was that in? Oh, yeah. it was in Vancouver. Vancouver. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. everything. Yeah. Everything oh, okay. was except the pilot. Oh, I was wow. in New Orleans. Yes. Oh. Okay. Sorry. I and did sorry. know you did that. No, no, no. Yeah. Fun fact. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So, we saw more in this episode of Elliot kind of being tied into the, once again, the sort of the main group. Mm-hmm. And he's doing he awesome bored. stuff. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's, he's so bored. He's still bummed out and over sad. the whole mic yeah. debacle. Oh, yeah. But they do have a portal to London. And that yes. was very convenient. <laughs> yes. Very convenient. I want a portal to London. Right. 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 All right. Your favorite pub? <laughs> Boom. There was this pub. It's called The Red Lion in Chicago. And when you stepped in, it was like stepping into London. Because mm. it was just like this old guy behind the, the bar. Mm. And, like, the floor was like slanted and it was being held up by the two. Whatever, that's not important. I like it. Let's, let's <laughs> You're get into painting it. a picture for us. Let's get into the little pie. Anyways, um, yeah, and so we, you know, like like he said, he's bored. He's kind of down in the dumps. Mm-hmm. He's got this bottomless flask with yes. him. That's which so is fun. Such an Elliot yes. thing. Um, but you know, we we saw more of his power. We saw. Yes. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. we saw him snap Mike's neck last week. But now, you know, using just the threat of magic and using that kind of super yeah. villain line to get all that information from the tour guide. 
weird. But then that's where stuff goes pear-shaped. Do we yes. have pear Is that an expression? Have you not heard yeah. that? No. I, yeah. I feel I'm like out of that loop. <laughs> Nobody said that. I'm have like, you not heard that? I've heard that. Yeah, you've no, okay. <laughs> I don't know either. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it sounds familiar, but I've never... Ask your pair. Used it. <laughs> <laughs> that was like in Buffy when when Faith would say five by five, and I'm like, what? I think that was invented by Faith. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. I'm, I'm not like, real. is that supposed mm-hmm. to mean? That's what I mean. Pear shape. I'm like, is that a five? Ty <laughs> <laughs> just Faith. made it up. Yeah. Just right. Yeah. Just on the right spot. Now. Well, well, it goes wide. We saw. Upside down. We saw Richard say it to to Julia mm-hmm. yes. uh, in one of the other oh, plots yeah. that we'll get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um. But yeah, that tour guide and kind of what he was so terrified of you know we got that that line where penny couldn't even read him because he was so panicked and he was so all over the place and so that's kind of where the haunting and all of the ghostly things start happening yeah this is not the haunted mansion guys do we have uh confirmation what elliot's power or magic style is like his specialty i thought it was physical magic but Mm. i don't know i mean not necessarily opened up the the safe Mm -hmm. he did yeah, but I didn't know. And he broke a neck. But so. he also like really picked on the physical kid, so I was kind of like, right, yeah. right, right. Maybe he well, has something more. It's cottage, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. the the cottage that they live in is the physical kid's cottage. So. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. we weren't sure about that. I was like, is this like? It's just it's just meant for them. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay yeah. Okay. But then, cool. um, Quentin just broke into. it. Oh, yeah. that's right. Because I was like, we don't know what Quentin does, and he doesn't know, so mm-hmm. what is he doing? Yeah. But, right. It yeah. seems like Elliot's starting to really realize his full potential, too. And he it is, like, like angry these last two episodes. He's just coming and zzz, I'm exactly. like, oh, He's like, I don't got time for this shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, done. No. Yeah. Not Come at me. He's all angry, and Margo's yes. not there. Exactly. Yeah. He doesn't have his BFF to kind of yeah. balance him out. Mm-hmm. She's off with Todd. Yeah. Hot toddy. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a good idea also for Quentin this episode that he, you know, distracted the sister by basically putting those pictures all throughout the house, basically yeah. putting all yeah, of so his, well, you know, indiscretions really for exposure. And that was, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I know. Who knows where he really had set the pictures? Right. But the good thing was is he distracted her long enough to where she was yeah. gone. Yeah, he set her off on another yeah. cycle. Exactly. Mm. And they Oof. were able to go into this quiet place, which was, mm-hmm. oh, horrifying. Her, like, her denial of it was gross, too. Like, my brother's a good man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh. It's like, it's the Bill Cosby effect. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's true. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah, thank it's you, Jimbo. True. Yeah, I know. When when he said that line about like uh, Quince's line about building up this guy and how mm-hmm. people like mm-hmm. respect yeah. him so much, that's immediately what I thought. I was like, gosh, mm-hmm. it's, it's like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And there was a, there Sorry was an interesting little bit. You brought the room down, and come. It's a down. It was a down episode, you guys. Yeah, so, it was. But there was a um, there was an interesting bit of kind of misleading slash foreshadowing Mm -hmm. because that tour guide he says you know he says something about he was involved with very dark things and he talks about this book but Mm -hmm. it doesn't talk about what dark things those are and I don't know if that was a reference to the dictionary that those photos were were hidden in or the wild magic book I think it was the wild magic book because when Penny was going through all those books and it it seemed like it was like lighter stuff and then got into the traveling stuff Mm -hmm. so it seemed like it was like the next show progressively going sure. darker and darker right 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 hmm. so yeah we've gotten and then maybe the book right right exactly yeah and we've gotten we've gotten um 
indications before of kind of the fillery in the books being sort of like a child's depiction mm-hmm. of the real fillery. Right. How dark do we think? We saw little glimpses of it in kind of the next on. Well, to bring it back to mm-hmm. Bill Cosby, it's kind of like what Huxtable portrayed himself to, you know, as he portrayed himself as Mr. Huxtable, who uh, that was, versus like what was really going on. Oh, man. It's kind of like what Plover was kind of doing. It's that like, is so let me behind the closed like, doors. Beautiful, friendly, child friendly place. Uh, but I'm doing like crazy dark stuff in reality. Right, exactly. Just like that, that feel. Right. I want to see like a whole. Now, cool. now you got me thinking. I want to see like a whole paper on the parallels between. <laughs> right. Cosby. I just gave <laughs> someone their term paper. And got, You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Take it. Deep stuff. Mm. What were we about to say, Greg? No, I, I was gonna. Say, oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna ask another question, but go ahead. Start. No, no, good. Okay, I was going to ask, do you know what significance this button has? Like, I need to know a little scoop on the button. What does it do? Does it allow no, anything? Like, yeah, like, she's can you really tell anything? <laughs> she's I know, like, I feel like you, I know you're like so this much. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little tease or like any hint mm. or is there anything you can say about the button? Um, it was the only one that we had. <laughs> oh, we kept true. losing it. Um, no, it's just, it's a fillery button. Ooh, we okay. do. We we at least we yeah. We can you knew that, right? We can yeah, deduce, we can that. We can at least deduce that much when yeah. we see that that moment of Penny going. Just, All right, look, I got this. Right. All right. It's cool. I don't no go problem. anywhere Bloop. until I want to. Yep. Huh, yes. shit. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's much too strong for him. Wow. Because it's from Hillary, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Duh. But he kept taking Hillary for granted, though. But mm-hmm. I feel like Hillary is a land of <clears throat> pure magic. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. <laughs> so, Poker face. <laughs> like, I say nothing. Um, right. So anything that comes out of there is going to be ten sure. times more yeah. than what they've ever experienced. That's before. true. Well, yeah. yeah. That's why Jane thinks that she needs to make sure everyone does everything that she says because mm-hmm. she's like, no, I know what magic is. You don't know what magic mm-hmm. is. Right. Yeah. That's why they love Eliza so much. All yeah. right, All right. <laughs> I know. Wow. Yeah. Poor Eliza. Poor girl. Oof. She went out hard, man. <laughs> that was hard. Oh, Ooh. man. Bucks we were not so expecting <laughs> that. No. To start with that's the bunny and end with Eliza, we were like, at the I end of the episode. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of a great for you. At least, we, at least we know, like, you could be around for a, a while, mm-hmm. like, in some capacity. You know what? Anything can be in this show, yeah. right? <laughs> right. It's, like, the it's great. Opens, I love it. The yeah. end, but it may not be the end, but yeah. it could be. You know. There's no end. There's no end. <laughs> so besides her untimely demise, what was it like seeing essentially your future self? You know what? I didn't know that she existed. For a oh. while, I never met her in yeah. real life, mm-hmm. which was a shame. But everybody was like, "Oh, have you met Eliza? You look, or Esme rather, you look so much like her." I was like, "No," <laughs> but I thought that was really cool. I really liked it. I was like, "Oh, we should like get the same agency, you know? Go <laughs> <laughs> to some casting together, together. <laughs> make it a business move. I like anything yeah. where they need her younger self. It's yeah. right? on the set. Yeah, because the first time I saw Eliza and then I saw you in the first episode, I was like. And the same person. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know enough about this show. But I was like, why would they cast two women that look very similar to each other? And so that was something that I thought. Right. It was felt good to be right. <laughs> yeah, you go. Um, now, is one thing that I was that I was curious about is is Jane kind of deliberately trying to protect Martin from. 
the dangers of Fillory because we see her go through the closet. Mm. We see her go into Fillory and then he's trying to chase after her and sees nothing but towels. Mm-hmm. Isn't it that he's just been blocked out? Mm-hmm. They yeah. Is that what it is? He can yeah. no longer go in. And oh, I, okay. I think I, she missed that memo. Well, yeah, I right. No, she, she, well, she doesn't care. Doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> she, she knows, but she's also going in. Oh, she's getting the button. Yeah, the button. that specific time, yeah. She wanted to get the oh, button. Sure. Yeah. And also, like, I, I feel it's it may be one of those things where it's like, well, maybe this time I'll get to come in, or, you know, I'm mm. gonna also going to get the button, but mm-hmm. mm. I... I do want to know why the decision was made by the powers of Fillory to no longer let him in. Right. Um, Has he been tainted? But not by his choice, but by but yeah, like touched by darkness, right. if you will. Yeah. So they were like, "Nope, stay out." That's so sad, though. Mm-hmm. Right? But uh, <laughs> I know. that's why we get the button, guys. I know. Yes. yes. That's a good point, though. Right. Like, if you go through something dark in your past, some people don't recover from those mm-hmm. things, essentially, and then it turns yeah. them into the monster themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's a really interesting point. And I also was wondering, you know, what's going to happen as far as the hedge witches go? Because now we see that Julia's also read book six. Right. So is that going to come into play, do you guys she think? She has read book six? When Didn't she say that? She read it with uh, Quentin oh, when no. they were younger in that memory. Six. No, book six. Oh, just, just the first few books? Books. Yeah. Yeah. books? Okay. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think, Qu- yeah, Quentin's That'd big cool. thing. Right? Like, I was like, maybe. Is that as much as Penny hates Fillory, uh-huh. he's possibly the only person to have read mm-hmm. book six. Okay, yeah. yes. And I love, I love all of those interactions between Penny and Quentin where, mm-hmm. like, even in the face of potential death, Penny still wants so badly to be a dick to Quentin. <laughs> yes. He's like, can't we be allies? <laughs> <laughs> so cute. But Penny's like, no, I have more eye rolling to do. <laughs> yes. He's like, no. We saw, yeah, we, I love just, they get so many good um, takes from his face and one-liners mm-hmm. just from the moments of Quentin kind of waxing on and on Geeking about out. doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Random transition. Sure. Did you notice that the two ladies in Quentin's life call him Q? Yeah, I noticed, Ooh, well, yeah. I noticed uh, the transition for Alice this episode yeah. going from Quentin to Q. Interesting. And I, I was like, oh, she went from Quentin to Q, so. And I was all, since mm. when is he Q? It sounded so Q. weird. Hey, Q. And Q. her little, her little, little Alice voice. Yeah. Right? What I also found to be interesting, just to tie it back to Julia, was mm-hmm. that she had a map Yes. Right. And, and it looked like, it looked pretty, huh, pretty detailed. Out. Yeah. And they kind yeah. of like just put this together. I don't know if it was something that came with the books, but right, I was right. like, that might be something that comes up. Uh-huh. Later. Call sure. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, let's talk a little bit about Julia and and what she was doing with Richard and mm-hmm. with Kira who we met in mm-hmm. this in this episode. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about this whole Kira? That's my worst fear in life. What's that? Captain syndrome. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, like, um, to be a vegetable like that, like how aware are you when right. you're being well, stuck? Well, there's like the there's being a vegetable, and then there's also uh, not trapped in locked in syndrome, mm-hmm. where you are actually aware, aware. of everything and right. you can't mm-hmm. do anything. It's like Johnny got his gun. Uh, and it's um, I'll think of it. Hold on, keep it. I'm like, there's another one where it's um, the eye. diving bell and the butterfly. Oh, yeah, right. that's locked sure. in syndrome. Yeah, right. Um, well, he could at least. He could blink one eye. He could move and blink one eye. No, no. So yeah, so she's that that speaks to her to her power. The fact that she is kind of trapped in this body, but she was able to to flesh out this whole formula just Mm -hmm. in her mind. Well, they tied it. They really did tie it back to that episode where Julia did something incredibly horrible, Mm -hmm. and so it was nice to see Rich or Richard tie that in and say, "Well, you know, you did learn this magic to do something bad, but it can be used for for good as well." Right. So, 
it was nice to see that but it was such a mm. sad I was loving her hair though bittersweet as oh yeah fellow natural <laughs> I was like your hair is on point um, outside of that it was very sad mm. she was easily likable like we don't oh, see yeah. much about her but I'm already like I like her and I so know. it's very bittersweet of but that's what she wants mm-hmm. yeah mm. I know it was a cool scene between them two and you could just see how real it was their mm-hmm. connection and how much she wanted to help her and kind of understand her situation mm-hmm. and also it was kind of a parallel back into her own perspective I think of just wanting to be a magician so bad and feeling kind of locked out of that mm-hmm. world as well and how frustrating that is when you can't exactly do what you want yeah. right. or be where you want to be anymore around the people that you love and doing what makes you happy so it was cool that Richard is finally showing her the good side of magic and maybe yeah. that will help later Right. because you know sometimes the refinement of school may not allow you to learn the tricks of the trade that are out on the street that's very true Right. You know? and yeah that was one one thing that they keep kind of the, a theme that keeps coming up is that magic can't fix everything but mm-hmm. in you know in, in at least this instance it seems like sometimes you can use it you know yeah. for the greater good and Kira even, even said if it was it's, like science yeah you know? exactly yeah I did think that it, that last week it was more tying it into religion and this week was more tying it into the science, science. of it oh, yeah. but keeping also, nice balance uh-huh. there, you go. there you go for all for, for the people who were like yes you're just making this all religious now? Um, and then people were like, are you just making this all science? But um, No, the way she like said lost. it was smart, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I wanted to know, was Kira in that locked-in syndrome because... I think it's because of the magic of the she did. So she did a, oh, a spell that That's my she was trying to figure it out, and her body shut down. Right. Yes. And they had to, to go in to get the rest of the spell. But I think she said she couldn't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is terrifying. Yeah. Right, absolutely. So, Rose, what do you think about this whole? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. Co- I was, yeah, curious yeah. What do you think about this whole kind of overarching theme of people trying so hard to fix things with magic? Well, <laughs> <laughs> since I play someone that's just trying to fix things just by telling people to do things, right. <laughs> I think that um, I think that magic can definitely be used to help, mm-hmm. but. They need to stop trying so hard. Right. Mm. To, to like, an extent. Right? Yeah, yeah, because there's making it work. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, exactly. everything yeah. just... But, you know what, that pub door to London mm-hmm. seemed to help a lot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, and we saw we saw a couple episodes ago when uh, when Quentin was dealing with his father, mm-hmm. you know, having yeah. having brain yeah. cancer. Same he couldn't necessarily fix that, but yeah, he could put together that plan. Oh, man. Well, I think magic can definitely be used to aid, but not to cure. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good way to put it. That's the thing that they kind of need to learn, is that this is something that can can help you. It is kind of like like religion in that way it's like mm-hmm. it can definitely help you in in terms of bringing you peace of mind in terms of bringing you clarity but it cannot cure right things, you it's, know? it's so, not just this cure all yeah, that's gonna make everything go away so I, I like how they tie that in and i'll be curious to see how they how they tie in more of the science aspect of it as mm-hmm. well sure now I'm I'm curious, Rose, for you since your plot line is kind of with our main team of people. Mm-hmm. What uh, how's it watching Julia's storyline and some of the other storylines that are going on? It's so interesting because like I never get to see them or anything, mm-hmm. so I'd only really just see it snippets of it when I get my scripts, and I was like. <laughs> and I and I miss scripts as well because I just get yeah, the ones yeah. I was in. And so I was like, wait, why's Julia? What? <laughs> so right now it's really cool for me to, because then everything comes together and mm-hmm. it just makes so much more sense. Yeah. And also, yeah. it seems like uh, Jane has an idea of who she wants to talk to. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of her 
reasoning as to why she goes after specific people and telling them certain truths or what they should be looking for. Oh, yeah. So she knows what she's doing fully. Okay. Interesting. So she seems like she only wants the Break Bills crew as for now to help her out. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the grin and poker uh, face. (laughs) I'm on to something over here. (laughs) (laughs) I just always. Well, is Jean's? I don't. Okay, I'm gonna ask. Is Jean still gonna be around even though Eliza is no longer alive? Like, is Jean as she interacts with Quentin? Youthful Jean. Youthful Jean. Is that like the spirit of a young, young, younger Jean, or is that being channeled from Eliza? Um, oh, that's a good question. Well, in this week's episode, it was totally just because they were in the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. the house. So the... she can literally pop up okay. anytime <laughs> she wants to. Okay. Um, so like, I there can't you tell you. Yeah. What happened to me today. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're like fishing. We're like, yeah, we're doing it. Let's look at us. There's something. There are more fun things to find. It's, <laughs> you guys will. You guys will see. Um, <laughs> now it's interesting. You know, I, I mentioned the. When we um, we saw a couple episodes ago, Quentin and his dad dealing with the brain cancer, mm-hmm. it's interesting that there's a line that that Quentin says in this episode where he says, "Sometimes my brain breaks," mm. and it's I don't know I don't I mean I don't think that's necessarily intended, but it's an interesting little connection there. Mm-hmm. And he and he has this moment with Alice where he he says, "Would you break up with me if I told you this is the happiest mm. I've ever been?" That's a real Aww. question, though. That's because <laughs> you're like I'm so happy. That's coming to scare in hot. You, just to scare you. That that's that's coming in hot. Yeah. About something like this, especially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you. Um, yeah, I, I really thought that was a, a beautiful moment mm-hmm. for for Quentin and Jason Ralph. It's such a it was like such a bittersweet thing to see him kind of just be really honest in that moment and, and talk about because mental health is not something that people easily talk about mental illness mm-hmm. in any right. way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of like how the show's been addressing it. They, it's been like uh, cradling it and mm-hmm. not just kind of like you know. Portraying it in mm-hmm. some sure. type of yeah. shameful manner, or mm-hmm. or making it seem like it's this thing that can be easily cured. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that he even said like it's not that it ever got fixed; it just works a little bit better. It's mm-hmm. like, right. That's kind of touches on like how people deal with anxiety and depression. It's not something that really ever goes away. You just learn how to deal with it better, and so. Yeah. I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of our colorful characters, do you want to add anything, Rose, about what it was like working with them? Because you got to work with. Did you? How, you've worked with Quentin, and then who are the other characters? Uh, well, uh, in this episode, also um, Christopher Plummer. I I always yeah. want to say the different names. You know? <laughs> I was going to say go with characters. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and because this one is depending on how it's shot, Martin. you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I well. I've run into everybody, um, <laughs> m- mostly. Mm-hmm. I like barely ran into Julia. I like always just kind of, but mm-hmm. not really. Um, so Jay, oh god, <laughs> Quentin. I, I'll I say just, that yeah. um, super is cool. amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, like being a young actress myself, I've been in it for a while, but like comedy things where you don't mm-hmm. really think. But Jason, like. It's so interesting to see, like, his process, especially mm-hmm. from, like, coming from stage to mm-hmm. film. I feel like that would be different. I don't really know because I don't like stage that much. So I, like, tried to veer away from it. But it definitely – I I don't know how it shows on the camera until mm-hmm. we see it. And I'm like, whoa. Like, I knew it looked good in person, but 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. No, they're all amazing. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really, I look up to them. Yeah. And that's something, that's something yeah. that we've touched on before is how beautifully shot this is. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we saw one, there was one scene mm-hmm. that I, that I noticed when, when Kira is finally, when, oh my God. Oh, the autumn slowly, So all this is what it's like? the corners. Oh. Right. The that leaves and then the, the fading spotlight. That was intense but that was beautiful mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. So and then and you also mentioned the the light cage from a yes, couple episodes ago we love which that. Arjun talked about that yep. being yeah. practically like, done I, yeah. yeah completely it was mm-hmm. amazing yeah. it's just yeah what are some of your favorite I guess moments or sets from the oh, from the show <laughs> oh, oh it's so cool well my um probably my most memorable was when we were in the when we were in the castle at Fillory mm-hmm. And but it was the um, theater in Vancouver, mm-hmm. and it was just the light was so amazing, and mm-hmm. everything was like done up to be extra special, like it looked special already. And then like mm-hmm. the lights were making it look so magical, and then um, the there was cameras above us, like looking down mm-hmm. and everything. And I mm-hmm. thought it was that was really cool. Definitely. Yeah, the camera work in it is just like amazing like it's, I didn't yeah. know cameras could move like they do <laughs> so it's been really cool sure yeah now we're running a little short on time but before we before we get into my favorite part of the show let's talk a little bit about Alice and mm-hmm. because we haven't really touched on her but we did get a lot of uh, characterization from her and a lot of development in that she wanted so badly to save the yes. kids from reliving this horrible thing yeah. over and over now I, I wanted to know so they mentioned the teacher I forget the name but they mentioned the teacher who does these kind of things and is into haunting. So I'm like, can't they go back and talk to her? Mm -hmm. Her, right? Yeah. Yeah, Um, Pearl Sunderland, yeah. She's got a PhD Um, in hauntings. Yeah, so why don't they just go... Nobody mentioned, like, let's go talk to her. Elliot made a really good point of, like, you can prevent it, but you can't do anything once it's started. Oh, sure, sure. So I think that's kind of why they're resistant to it. And there's obviously something more than just, like, a sad haunting like the mm-hmm. the tour guide had his mouth sewn shut and his throat yeah. slit they're gonna right. have to follow Within that but right. well then it's just dark. an unsafe place that mm-hmm. they should like talk to the teacher bring her back and mm-hmm. cleanse the place or whatever like sometimes you just gotta know when to hold them <laughs> <laughs> know when to fold if them. Kenny Rogers taught us anything <laughs> it's the I, I would love for them to say I, I totally <laughs> empathized with Alice in that moment but it was also like no, but they're right. You really, like, you don't want to endanger yourself or the people you love right. mm-hmm. to save these children that really can't even be saved to begin with. They've, right. they've yeah. been dead for, for decades. I know, and that's yeah. such a heartbreaking thought. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, and point. then when they're in the window. Oh, man. I know. Yeah. Did anyone else think, like, this is kind of like, oh, no, the sixth sense. There we go. Oh. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I was hoping the they can at least rest from this memory, though. Like, yeah. be at a Some peaceful sort of rest state. Peace. Yeah. Sure. I'm really hoping they can go back and just get a little help. I feel like it might not happen yet. Well, if they jump on coming. over to Once Upon a Time, they probably can. Yeah. Sorry. Marina, <laughs> they gotta solve the, the mystery. The actress Casey Roll, who plays Marina mm-hmm. on... Uh, the Magicians was on Once Upon a Time this week. So, oh. so there you go. Yeah, just everywhere. Oliver Bell, who uh-huh. was the little boy today, mm-hmm. was on Once Upon a Time. Young wow. Hook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. And actually, quick little trivia, just because it was interesting. Mm -hmm. You mentioned something about your your brother in the show Mm -hmm. is a different actor from the first episode. Yes, yes. So um, it was Seth Merriweather in the first one, and then that was that was because we were filming in New Orleans, and Mm -hmm. they didn't know what was going on. Mm -hmm. And then 
they chose Nicholas and they shipped him all the way from England. Oh. Wow. So, so it was mostly, I think it was mostly just because the first episode was kind of just like mm-hmm. thrown together really fast because we needed to get it done mm-hmm. and we hadn't been picked up or anything. And then this one they were like, mm. okay, well, mellow out. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And so they hopped go. him over the pond. Well, on that note, Let's get Jimbo. I hope we have time. Let's get to my favorite part of the show. Let's get into some predictions. We have time, but no light show. Oh no! Oh, no Say light show. What? Oh, I've been no, what about the TV predictions. Okay, that'll work. Okay, right that'll work, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no theremin this time. I tried a hand thing. All right, let's get to some quick. It was solid. Quick ass predictions, guys. Uh, okay. Let's start with um, Adrian. It's my bed. Sure. You can't play because so, you already know. <laughs> face off with the beast. Sure. So yep. I can play the song from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely think that's, that is quickly approaching. Uh, I'm curious to see, like, how Penny and all his, his cockiness is going to deal with being trapped in a place mm-hmm. where he can't do the very thing that he can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and how that plays into the possibility of, of Quentin and Alice and Elliot using their magic as a combined. I've, I, we haven't mm. seen that yet. People combine their, their powers magic. Combined. Right, exactly. mm-hmm. powers combined. There you go. So that, Captain Planet. Love um, it. Like, which one is that? <laughs> uh, so that'll be fun to see them pot, like work together to get yeah. Penny out. Sure, Samantha. I also agree. I think they're going to work together to get Penny out. Obviously, he's going to be in a little bit of trouble next week. Mm-hmm. I also think that Alice is going to find a way to convince Quentin to go back to the house for some reason, just because she has such a guilty conscience and a good heart that I think, yeah, she's done that before, you know, as far as her brother, mm-hmm. Charlie, mm-hmm. back in the day. So I feel like it wouldn't be out <laughs> of her, you know, realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're definitely going to follow this button, search for more answers regarding that. And... I feel very sad for Martin. I just think that he's going to be coming back in some way, shape, or form as well to also let the characters know, the main four, as far as Mm. what they're going to need to do next and what the obstacle in front of them is going to be. Because clearly it's not going to be an easy task. Right, right, right. Definitely. Carrie? Uh, Continuing, yes, I do think everybody's going to combine. I would like to see Julia come in and combine using the other type of magic. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because that's something Mm -hmm. different, and that might actually help. Mm-hmm. Eat the beast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was, that's that's so funny that you said that. That's exactly where I was going. I oh. thought she was going to use that spell that she used on Quentin, and then now in a mm-hmm. little bit more benevolent of a fashion, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be what sort of if if it doesn't kill the beast, at least it opens up his weaknesses mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the group. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Like Harry Potter when they go and they the, 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 Tom in the Tom middle. Riddle. Riddle. Yes. 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 Yeah, there you yeah. go. I never exactly. saw the films. So, so good. Yeah. Oh man, well Rose, oh. thank you so so much. Thank you. Thank you. This was a blast. What do you got coming up that they can w- we'll look out for? More the magician. Of course. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I'm doing a few photo shoots this week. So okay. Pictures. Fun. Check those out. And where can they find you online? Um, Rose underscore Liston on Instagram and Twitter, and Rose Liston on everything else. There you go. Yeah. There Just search it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. And once again, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Samantha underscore Benitz. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. As always, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. So those various other after shows, Second Chance, Monday Night Raw, Lucha Underground, all that good stuff. Oh, wait. 
And I'm, up, I'm back on the Americans podcast uh, for There you go. <laughs> Get it. The Americans. Uh, remember, if you're on iTunes, download, rate, comment, review, thumbs subscribe, up. all that good stuff. Five stars if you're nasty. Remember there that. There it is. If you're, on, if you're on YouTube, thumbs up, comment. We want to hear from you because we love talking about the magicians. But we'll be right back here, same bad time, same bad channel, next week, talking episode 10 Woo. of the magicians. But until then, guys, Woo. peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.